Can you hear me? Yep. Right. Good morning, everyone. I'm so excited and honored to share the words of God with you this morning. Um, God is faithful, always. So common and obvious statement, as so many preachers and ministers saying it. But is it obvious that God is faithful? To know who, is, who God is, we need to learn of God, not just about God. So there's a differences. Can you, oh, I can't, can't see some of the words. I will read out. Um, know about God or someone is um, general. Um, you know, like we search bibliography of some famous people um, and a new relationship is necessarily required. Whereas know of God is very personal. It's more in details with broad, diverse, and deep relationship. That's what we need to know of God or someone. And that is the reason we are spending two months to learn of God and with the knowledge that we gain each Sunday, hopefully we know more of God. So, why is it important to know God and his attributes? Let me borrow a statement from Aidan Wilson Tozer in the introduction of his book called The Knowledge of the Holy. If we would bring back spiritual power to our lives, we must begin to think of God more nearly as he is. More nearly as he is. And this morning we will focus on the faithfulness of God, but I will also introduce briefly the attributes of God to make us understand more of God's faithfulness. And what words come into your mind when we say, God is faithful, faithfulness of God. I'm really sorry that white font, the song we can't really see. Um, so for me, faithful is same, never change, immutable, God's promise, trust, unbreakable relationship, secure, and etc. We all know, or at least once heard in school, what 5W1H is. So, who is faithful? God. When is God faithful? Anytime. Where can God show his faithfulness? Anywhere is omnipresence. What makes him so faithful? Why is God faithful to us? And how can God be faithful to us? And next I'm going to focus on 2W and 1H. What, why, and how God is faithful to us. So when we expand more of this question, that's better, isn't it? So what attributes of God makes him so faithful? Why the 
Why is God faithful to us? What's the purpose of He being a faithful? And how can God be faithful to us? Or how is God showing His faithfulness? So, when to answer that question, I can give you a few attributes, dif- different but all linked together, some attributes to answer this question. So, when you say what makes him so faithful, it's um, his infinitude, immutality, which means unchangeableness, omnipotence, and eternal. Why is God faithful to us? To be fair, I don't really know the answer. The only answer I can give you is from 1 Corinthians chapter 1, 9. God is faithful who has called you into fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ our Lord. I think that's the reason and purpose of why he's been faithful to us, you know, to meet us, um, make a relation between us and Jesus Christ. And... How can God be faithful to us? With his mercy, grace, love, goodness, and justice, and so on. And how is God showing his faithfulness? He sent his son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross. So, do you know the differences between the attributes and the character? Before, um, just to give you the differences between the attribute and character, I want to say this. We, the ones who created by God, should not use the word character when we describe or talking about God. Attribute is the right word to use when we deal with the nature of God because a character can be changed, whereas the attribute is something to do with the quality and something that doesn't change. It's kind of core element of something, an essence and a quality. Character is, can be changed. Character can be changed into bad side or good side. Um, depends on the for people. Depends on the mood, circumstances, time, and then you know their personality. We should never compare any object with God. But to understand with our limited knowledge, let me give you an example of gold. We can change the shape of the gold and use it for different purposes. But gold will not change its original element, nor lose its value. Gold can be changed to silver or any other metals or materials such as glass or plastic. God has many different attributes. And every single attribute of God is all linked together. It's more of all in one, in a circle. Because God is still one, God is just God. We cannot just describe him with one attribute or few attributes. It's all in one. For us, it is obvious fact that God is faithful. It's like a modifier for God. So most of us, even the Christians who practice the faith for many years, do not think carefully, carefully or not be fascinated of faithfulness of God. 
And we sometimes even degrade or devalue of faithfulness of God. But when you think diversely or the other way, and make comparison between God and human, which we shouldn't do it, but, you know, to understand. It makes more sense how difficult it to be faithful. And, of course, it only apply, applies to human as nothing is too hard or impossible to God. So now let's go through a number of points to discover the faithfulness of God. Let me read a Bible verse from Hebrew chapter 6, 17. God also bound himself with an oath so that those who received the promise could be perfectly sure that he would never change his mind. And then that um, it's, it shows the attribute of immutality, which is unchangeableness. No one on this earth can be more faithful than God. For God, being faithful is just effortless. Sorry. Sorry. Let me start again. The word change is so familiar and a nature to us. Everything changes in, the, in this world. Seasons, weather, culture, history, generation, technology, and so many things. We the human can change anytime and this can affect the relationship with other people. We can be a nice person in general, but sometimes the other way around. Depends on the mood, situation, personality, and res- response from the other person. For example, most of us will be gentle to each other. But once when you are not treated nicely or not fairly, then our response can change immediately and defensive. And that is bad, negative change. How about God? Whether we denied God before and not acknowledged him, If we come back to him, he will forgive and embrace us in his arms. And we all know that it is very hard things to do for ourselves. Although we should still try to live the way Jesus showed us, which is very challenging, but that will give us a chance to be changed. And change is a good thing for us because with change, we can be better and be closer to God. God's faithfulness never ends because God is eternal. And because God is infinitude, which means limitless for everything, such as time and space, he is here, there, everywhere, and always. So that we can rely on him anytime, anywhere, in any situation. The eternal God is your refuge, and underneath are the everlasting arms. He will drive out your enemies before you, saying, destroy them, from Deuteronomy 33:27. God is faithful, and being faithful is effortless to God. Um, it also can link with um, his attribute, infinitude and omnipotence. We usually call a good Christian a faithful person. 
But people who have been a Christian for a long time, they know how hard it is to keep their faith constantly. If I was called to be a faithful person to many others, um, that will burden me so much, and I don't think I can bear the weight of it. Um, why? Because we human is not a reliable creature. It is a very hard to be faithful person to God, to others, and even to ourselves. It takes us so much effort to keep promises and vows that we make. And the fact is, they can be broken, not fulfilled anytime. Any form of relationship can be easily broken, but it's very hard to be reconciled with others. We get easily disappointed, but hard to forgive each other. In Isaiah, no one on this earth can be more faithful than God. For God, being faithful is just effortless. Sorry, let me stay. For God being faithful is just effortless because Almighty God can do anything. So then, why is it difficult for humans to accept God's perfection? Because God is just too far greater than his creation, whereas our brains, hearts and minds are too small and unlimited. Therefore, it is impossible for us to understand God wholly as he is. And it is obvious fact that we will never be able to understand God 100% as who he is. So don't be disappointed or, you know, be sad with it. Just accept it. That's the fact. So then, why do we still need to learn and know of God? Knowing God makes us humble and it makes us realize how weak and so limited we ourselves And this is Job's response to the Lord. I know that you can do anything and no one can stop you. You asked, who is this that questions my wisdom with such ignorance? It is I and I was talking about things I knew nothing about. Things far too wonderful to me. God is faithful, like the statement God is love. That is what he is. God is perfect who never make a mistake. It's linked with the omnipotence um, of his attribute. He's the rock. His works are perfect and, and all his ways are just. A faithful God who does no wrong, upright and just, is he. Deuteronomy 32, 4. Making a mistake or doing something not right is a nature of human. And when things go wrong, we are so good at blame on others and even blame on God. When people suffer, many say God is no longer faithful to them. And some even say Oh, I think there is a distance between God and myself now. But what? And who causes the suffering? 
Suffering is usually the result of our mistake. And who makes the gaps and distance with God? Again, it's us. God is always here, there, everywhere, and never leaves us. So never ever doubt of God. Do not think God is faithful only because he solves the problem or answer to your prayers. We can't dare to give him a score by how much he can solve the problem. We can't test him and measure his faithfulness by by being given something from him to fulfill our needs. That is too immature manner and thoughts for God and then even despise his faithfulness. God is faithful and his faithfulness is perfect. In Isaiah, it says, O Jacob, how can you say the Lord does not see your troubles? O Israel, how can you say God ignores your right? Have you never heard? Have you never understood? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of all the earth. He never grows weak or weary. No one can measure the depth of his understanding. Isaiah 40, verse 27 to 28. But don't get me wrong, you know, what God is doing and working in our life is always amazing. And then that's one of the um, things um, that God does to show his faithfulness. So it's kind of the things that he's showing. Therefore, um, what we need to do is just thank it rather than, you know, I said, don't score, don't test him. But it's really good things to be happening in our lives. In 1 Corinthians verse 10, um, chapter 10, verse 13, the temptations in your life are no different from what others experience. And God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you're tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. So we must rely on God and let him do his work through us. Have a faith. Enjoy and thank that he has done what he has done and what he will do for us throughout our lives. God is faithful and his faithfulness is unconditional. Because God is love, grace, mercy and goodness. That's what he has got in himself. When we when we read the books in Old Testament, we usually think God is justice too firm, too strict, and do give and take, such as, obey me, then I will bless you. But that is not really true. That's only partly true, and God shows his faithfulness in so many cases in the Old Testament. Israelites kept sin against God, betrayed God, but our God was still calling, waiting, and offering his arms for them to come back to him. He even blessed them and returned the favor to them when they didn't deserve it. Again, Isaiah, give ear and come to me. Listen that you may live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you, my faithful love promised to David. This is the free invitation from God. There is no contract, no conditions apply. You know, conditions apply. We always 
seeing, um, listening to the radio and seeing the TV. But there's no conditions apply. It's always a human who gains and embraces the relationship between us and God. Look at Adam and Eve. They disobeyed God, ran away, and hid from God. This is the very first case in human history of breaking rules of God. And what did God do? Did he whip them and kick them out from the Garden of Eden? No. They had to leave because they no longer possessed the right to live in God's holy land. But God provided them still with clothes and blessed them. Thank God that he does not change and the circumstances doesn't affect him to love us and be faithful to us. God is faithful because he finishes his work and keeps the promise that he made with us. In Deuteronomy 7, 9, says, Know therefore that the Lord your God is God. He is the faithful God, keeping his covenant of to a thousand generations of those who love him and keep his commandments. God showed his faithfulness to us 2,000 years ago by sending his son to us. Jesus came down to this world and degraded himself as a human being. What did Jesus do? He did exactly the same as us. And his feeling and understanding towards the human were personal, warm, and compassionate. No one on this earth knows us and cares us more than God does. Jesus finished God's work and fulfilled the promise by dying on the cross. For God so loved the world that he gave his, his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. John 3.16 That was the most amazing thing that God did to show God did to us to show his faithfulness. Someone who can sacrifice his only son, surely he can always keep his promise and do anything for us. So let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm. For God can be trusted to keep his promise. Hebrews chapter 10, 23. So, three questions to take home. Why are we learning of faithful God? How much do I know God? How do we need to, why do we need to know him more? Knowing God through the life experience is very important, but we should never neglect to study of God and gain the knowledge of the holy either. Knowing God will lead us to have deeper relationship with God. How and why? Why am I saying this? So let me give you an example which might make more sense to some of you. So we all have best friends. To become a best friend, there is a fundamental rule applies. You need to spend some quality times with them. Frequently, to know who that person is. 
you will start to share basic information in the beginning, but as time goes by, the conversation goes deeper, and the information you will receive will be in details. Sometimes you need to focus on that person and see what is going on in their life to show that you care about the person. When all these things pile up more and more, the relation goes deeper and deeper. So no effort, no further deeper relationship. Same with God. It's our job to seek him and know him as God already knows us 100%. So he's here. Do not just stand still. Let's do something. God is faithful and he is true living God. God is the existing one and everything that he says is true. And Jesus will come. That is God's promise and it will be fulfilled. Hebrew chapter 6 verse 18. So God has given both his promise and his oath. These two things are unchangeable because it is impossible for God to lie. Therefore, we who have fled to him for refuge can have great confidence as we hold to the hope that lies before us. So what does faithfulness of God give us? Hope and a loving kindness and his promise. What is the wisdom? The great differences between the Christianity and the other religion is God is living rock and a trustworthy one. So, what do we do then? One of the fruits of Holy Spirit is faith. Only God can give us faith because it is one of his attributes. And so ask him, give me a faith, God. Believe God's words first, then you will understand it. Tozer said, our concern is not to explain, but just to proclaim him. So let's be faithful to God. How? Take into actions with obedience and faith. So first, keep seeking God to know him. Not know about him. You know, there's a great difference in there I mentioned earlier. So do your brain exercise and then meditate God and like study God's attributes. And meditation is really important. It's very different with reading just the Bible because when you meditate, you're trying to think God more in detail and then you can learn and you can personalize it. I mean, there's a general format of God and a general rules, but when you take it as your bread and then when you make it into your own, it's easy to pass around to others the information, who God is. Count your blessings and thank God for the amazing works that he has done in your lives. And be careful with our actions. Apostle Paul said, even if we have a free will to do so, we still should consider others, those who are weak in faith. Our actions and words can discourage and separate someone from God. That's mentioned in 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9 to 13. Do not dare to dispute the one whose faith is weaker than yourself, ourselves, myself. Accept that we're only human. 
we're very limited, we're very weak. We're just created by God. So be humble. Jesus said to Thomas that blessed are those who believe without seeing Jesus. So before I finish the sermon, this is the Bible verse that I can give you to take home today. But the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 3. Let's pray. (coughs) We want to know more of you, God. Teach us so that we can be like you more and more day by day. Give us a strength and a willingness heart to learn you more so that we know you nearly as who you are. Give us faith so that we can understand you And give us a strength so that we can put things into action. Keep us and guide us to fulfill your will on this world. I pray in Jesus' precious name. Amen.